Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness, episode 82, Led Zeppelin, Winterland Ballroom, San Francisco, California, November 6th, 1969, two months away from the Royal Albert Hall show, and we have still a bit of a different band, 1969 Zeppelin is always exciting. And just in, let's see, November 6th, almost 11 months to the day, the first soundboard recording that we're aware of, which from January 5th, also from the Winterland, if I recall correctly, or it's the Whiskey, or it's the Fillmore, I don't remember. In any case, that was a Hungry Young Band opening, like, and supporting act opening at that point. And now, less than a year later, Still in the same year, mere months after the fact, and having toured almost constantly. And each time they do the rounds, they're higher up. They start as the and supporting act, and they're quickly moved into opening act, and then they're co-headliners, and then they're headliners. And at this point, they're playing the Winterland Ballroom, which is, I think where uh, The Last Waltz was filmed. I think that was where the band had their final performance on Thanksgiving Day 1976. And if you haven't watched The Last Waltz, you must watch it. And if you haven't seen it in a while, my brothers and sisters, you gotta see it. But back to Led Zeppelin. It's interesting. This is their last go-round playing the smaller well, this isn't a club. It's it's a ballroom. It's, it's, you know, I don't know how many people it holds. A few thousand, maybe. But next time Zeppelin comes to the States in a few short months, that's when you have the Madison Square Gardens. That's when they're a, a stadium band. And it is crazy. It's crazy how they start in January with being, um, even doing some Yardbirds. Train Kept Rolling and For Your Love. And very, very wild, very, very frenzied, very, very coloring outside the lines. They hadn't locked in tight yet. I mean, they were still awesome, which is why they were so popular so quickly. But they were like a grenade going off or like a nuclear bomb. And now the reaction is kind of more controlled. And they're, they're you know, for Jimmy went from the Telecaster to the Les Paul. That's a point. But, I mean, here it is November, and they've got two albums worth of material under their belts. I'm not sure if Zep 2 was released at this point. I know it had been recorded. So, it's just, God bless this band. They're so fucking awesome. And let me read you the set list for this show. This is an excellent show. I mean, most... I can't think of any 69 show where the performance is not great. Um, The recordings can be pretty crappy, and um, because of that, I, I haven't delved into 69 <laughs> as much as I might have. Um, I'm going to keep going back because, like I said, you know, this November show is great, but we could go back to the, the April show and it's an entirely different band. They're playing As Long As I Have You, uh, Killing Floor, Pat's Delight instead of Moby Dick and, and all kinds of stuff just a few months prior. So it's kind of like watching each each concert in 69 is like watching a time-lapse photograph of a plant. You know, one of those things when you were a kid on like Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers. 
and it shows that time lapse of the seed and soil in like a glass pot and you can see it you know germinate and sprout and then break through and then grow a little leaf and then shimmy up and it becomes a plant that's what this band is doing in 1969 uh it's a very fertile seed planted in very fertile soil and it is growing like kudzu Alrighty, here is the set list for this show, and I'm giving you the entire set list so you can decide whether or not you want to download it from heartofmarkness.com, which you will be able to. But Mark, no, you're too kind. I am. I am. It's always been a fault. Too generous, too kind, too talented, and too humble. So these are my crosses to bear. The set list is, well, track one is just tuning up in the band intro, band intro, and then uh, good times, bad times into communication breakdown. I can't quit your baby. Heartbreaker. Dazed and confused. White summer. Black mountainside. What is and what should never be. And if I say to you tomorrow, Moby Dick, 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 Dick. How many more times? Medley. Track 10 is just crowd, so that must just be the crowd after the show ends and before the encores. Which brings us to the encores, which are uh, a pair of Eddie Cochran tunes, Come On Everybody, and Something Else. And track 13 is just the band outro, which is just the dude coming out going, Thanks for showing up, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Get the fuck out. Be nice. Don't wreck your shit. You know, you know tip your server kind of stuff. Tracks uh, clocks in at 106 minutes, 20 seconds. A decent, a decent show for a band with two albums out. I'm assuming it's out. Zeppelin 2. I'll find out before then. So we're going to power through this because this is this is just awesome. And I'm excited to play this for you. Oh, let me give you the dates. Make sure I gave you the dates. I'm sorry. I literally just got home from work. I got home a couple hours later than I expected because shit happened. Somebody called out. And uh, so I'm a little frazzled and uh, I'm, I'm typically wrapping up the podcast at this point and I'm just now beginning and I'm also wondering what the fuck I'm going to have for dinner. All righty. That's not your concern. This is a source mix and uh, it was done a few years ago by Zepster and it's a, a, a mix of the second gen reco- recording source one second gen recording. And Source 2 uh, from the Master Reel. And those are just done to fill in missing parts so you get the complete show. Uh, Source 1 was patched to complete the missing parts in Source 2, which is the better recording. This is so good, friends. And this is one of those songs, I don't think I've heard this. I don't think I heard this. Back in the long, long ago, when I was just sucking down zeppelin cds as fast as i could download them on my shitty little dsl modem back in like 2001 2002 i i don't know if i downloaded this show i don't know if it was available in any kind of quality but i'm pretty certain that i never listened to it and got to familiar with it this one i wasn't familiar with and you know at this point 82 episodes in we're a lot of the time into shows that i am not familiar with Either I've listened to them and like once 30 years ago and forgot about it 
or it wasn't my go-to because before I became Markness, I was just Mark who loved Led Zeppelin. And I had my, you know, 10 bootlegs that I would listen to on rotation and occasionally dip in and check out some other stuff. But I'm not like, I'm not like the denizens of the dogs of doom discord who just go through and they get in their little group chats and they listen to the shows and they parse them and they bring them out. And I, I, I value them for that because they bring, first of all, they do the heavy lifting for me. Um, if I'm in need of a show to do, I go in there and I find something of consequence every time. And this is one of those shows where it was brought up. I don't even th- know if it was brought up heavily or just mentioned like, oh, yeah, November 6, 1969. Oh, yeah, but what, 321-1975. But in any case, I grabbed this thanks to them. And it is fan Beatletastic, my friends. If it's so good, why don't you shut the fuck up and play it? All right. Maybe I will. Jesus. <sighs> okay, it was speed corrected. The left channel was extracted for both sources. Source 2 declicked by waves, WNS stereo. Edits, repeats, and tape flaws were removed manually. And the source merge was Source 1 patched to complete the missing parts in Source 2, rendering a complete show. And the volume was raised a little bit to make it sound a little louder. To give a little bit of fidelity and raise that dynamic range bump bump. All right, friendos, we have done this long enough. It is time to play. We're coming up on 10 minutes. Usually I babble for 12. I'm working on it. So here we go. We're going to start with good times, bad times into communication breakdown. And this is a fun one. They don't do the whole song. It's just a few bars, but it is nice. All right, friends, Led Zeppelin, November 6th at the Winterland. Enjoy.
so good. These young men, 21 years old, half of them. Jeepers creepers. Unbelievable. 25 years old is the oldest. Jimmy's 25, Jonesy's 23, and the other two are 21 years old. Coming out like that. Boom. Love it, man. Alrighty. Well, this is the penultimate concert at the Winterland. They played the next night. Um, I'll, I'll get to that at some point. It's a great show. But I like this recording better. It's it's less uh, disturbing. The other recording is a little bit disturbing, although the performance is good. But I do need to delve into that more and see what I can come up with at a later date. Because, like I said, I mean, there's always another show. and And you guys typically let me know because I'll play something and be like, why didn't you play Heartbreaker? Why didn't you play a whole lot of love? Best dazed ever. Or you left out wanton song. And, and, and I can only do so many in the podcast. And these are the ones I pick. And there are always good ones. There's always going to be stuff that I miss out on. And um, that's why I offer these shows to you to download. So you can listen to the whole thing yourself, rub it all over your body in the privacy of your own home your home, which is your castle. Do what you want. I won't ask any questions. Now, what should I do? What should I do next, folks? Should I jump right into how many more times? That's a long one. That's like 20 minutes. And then finish with those. Yes, that is what I will do. We're going to listen to how many more times now. That'll be the double stuffed creamy filling of this Oreo. And then we will bookend how many more times with the communication breakdown and then the encores on the other side of this. I've read you the set list. I've read you all the notes. You know who Led Zeppelin is. You know who Jimmy Page is. You know the Winterland, San Francisco, California. I don't know what else I need to tell you, folks, other than that was fucking awesome. And this How Many More Times is really, really, really fun. You're going to like it. And it's interesting. This is that this is that time where they were doing How Many More Times and they were doing Dazed and Confused. And, you know, How Many More Times kind of slowly gets squeezed out over the next year and is brought in more as a treat. Uh, finally ending in, it appears, a couple times in 73. I think maybe only once. And then in 75, it takes up the slack at the beginning of the tour with Jimmy's broken finger, um, subbing four dazed and confused. So you, they could still do the violin bow stuff, which at that point was more visual theater. And it was also like why they're going to say, Jimmy violin bow, dude, which is what I did every time I've seen Jimmy page, um, with the firm and on the outrider tour, it's, Violin bow, dude. Interesting. Silly monkeys. We are all silly monkeys. All right, my friends. Here is a rollicking, rousing, powerful version of How Many More Times by Led Zeppelin. Again, November 6th, 1969. And I do truly, deeply, madly hope you enjoyed as much as I do, if not more. All right, guys, I'll see you on the other side. 
That was great. That was great. I love them. I'm going to do listen to more late 69 Zeppelin for sure cuz it's not quite to the Royal Albert Hall like they're not playing we're going to groove yet. But they are tight and they have a nice little stride that they hit with uh, Jonesy's walking bass and Bonzo's drumming and Jimmy just soloing over it that I love so much. And it carries over to 1970. But once they get to 1970 and they come back to the States, I mean, they're playing, like I said, Madison Square Garden. They're playing the Boston Garden. They're playing big. They're playing the, they're the, well, they're playing the venues that they're going to play until they break up. You know, and um, there's just something about these smaller, you know, mid-size gigs, I guess. It has a little bit more intimacy, in, in, in my opinion. But I really like that and it's just crazy that this band in one year releases two albums and by the end of that year go from nobodies to the biggest band in the world knocking the Beatles off the charts it's just unfathomable well it can't it has to be fathomable because it happened so I fathom it let it be known that Mark Donahue fathoms Led Zeppelin at this point. Hey, you know where you can find me? You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, if you like what I do, you can join, uh, become a patron on Patreon. You're welcome to do that. And here are the people who are patrons now, or as I call them, the Titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. So I want to give a very... Very heartfelt, laurel, and hearty handshake. And thank you to Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, Other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends for allowing this podcast to exist by offsetting the costs of making said podcast. And even, this is a, a, an honorary patron, Jeremy, who provides the, who provided the microphone through which I'm talking to you tonight. I love you, Jeremy. Thank you, brother. All right, that's out of the way. Let's get to the encores, okay? Zeppelin just finished the show with how many more times we heard the show opener, Communication breakdown, heard the show closer, how many more times? Now we're going to get the encores. Pair of Eddie Cochran tunes, and the reason that I'm playing these, aside from the fact that I like the encores because they're fun and high energy, is uh, something else is... Is it... Come on, everybody. Oh, shoot. I have to see which one is which. Bam, 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 bam. Come on, everybody. I'm sorry. Good. Come on, everybody is in a detuned guitar... That sounds like a Dwayne Eddy, and it's just, it's kind of unique. And I like hearing them then change, you know, tune on the fly to play something else, which immediately follows. And it's fun. It's a neat little tidbit. It's not something you hear from them every day. Although both of these were fairly common uh, show closers and encores or medley, medley inclusions uh, coming up in 1970. So let's listen to... Come on, everybody. Eddie Cochran. If you're not that familiar with Eddie Cochran, uh, 
jump onto Spotify or whatever you listen to and just listen to Eddie Cochran's top hits. It's some really good stuff, man. He does uh, Weekend and Summertime Blues and these two songs, Something Else, Come On Everybody, and I'm sure a whole bunch that I can't think of right now because I can never think of things when I need to. It is another one of my crosses to bear, alas. All right, friends, come on, everybody. I like it because this is really high energy, really rock and roll, and it is not virtuosic. It is not meticulous. It is not tight but loose. It is Zeppelin rocking out, and I love it. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. I beat Cub Odd. November 6th, 
Thank you very much. And there we have it. Wow, we wrapped this up in under an hour. I like it. I like this length, baby. All right. Well, we've covered all the ground. You know, I was thinking maybe this is not a two-parter show. I mean, you want the show, you can download it at heartofmarkness.com, as I've said. But um, I'm thinking they did play Another Night at the Winterland. I'm going to see if I can find a, a good recording of that that isn't disturbing sounding. Because that's only what Louis Ray's um, Zeppelin book says. So I will see if I can, if how the recording sounds, because the next night is a great night as well. So I may do um, Winterland Part 2 next week with a different show from the 7th, which is their last appearance at the Winterland. And uh, if so, that's what I'll do. Otherwise, I won't. See, that was easy. And I will be back this weekend with my classic rock podcast. Typically, whatever the Mike Millard tape is, those fuckers at Gems released a journey tape right after I said, right after I didn't do the Kansas tape, because like, I hate Kansas. I just do. I'm sorry. And I hate journey. I just do. I hate Steve Perry, Jonathan Cain, candy ass journey these great musicians. Neil Sean is fucking amazing wasting their talent playing that garbage. Of course, it it made them tremendously one of the biggest bands of all time and rich forever. So, I mean, I can't begrudge them, but I can also not like them. But um, so we'll see whatever the Millard recording is this week, or uh, maybe I'll pull something out. I'm, I'm thinking about grabbing a cream recording that sounds really good from uh, October of 68 on their farewell tour in one of their last shows ever. And um, so maybe I'll do that. And I also have stuff that I've had for months and years that I haven't shared. Anyway, that'll be this weekend. And then next Thursday will be Led Zeppelin. Yum. So thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. If you like what I do, um, consider becoming a patron. If you like what I do and don't want to become a patron, which is cool. um, It's a free podcast. Always will be. Then um, you can help me out by leaving a review on whatever podcast platform you're on. It really does help materially. Or even when I when I post it uh, in the Facebook group, if you're in that, if you share it, or uh, Twitter, if you retweet when I post the podcast, um, in addition to liking it, that brings it before more eyes and helps spread the word. And I'd like to spread the word because I know a lot of folks, millions of people love Led Zeppelin. And there has to be tens of thousands of people who would dig a podcast like this, not because I'm brilliant, because we all know I'm not, but because the music is so good. So I just want to get the evangelize a little bit. All right, friendos, thank you very much and uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And I said, good day. <laughs>